All right, Manitoba, welcome back to another episode. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're having a wonderful day as always. Real Fast Manitoba, like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff that helps out the show, especially sharing. It really does help. Uh, if you want to follow me on Facebook and YouTube, it's Manitoba Freethinker Podcast. Twitter, TikTok, Rumble, um, pretty much all the rest is MB Freethinker. If you want the audio-only show, then you can find me at mbftmedia.ca. That's mbftmedia.ca. Or you can go to pretty much any uh podcast player and get the audio only show there all right manitoba though i want to thank you once again for tuning in it has been a minute since i've done one of these um just couldn't really line up uh, my work schedule with doing this so um hopefully i'll be able to uh, make this more of a regular thing but like i said i do thank you for joining me but manitoba i'm just gonna get right into it and you know what today's show is a perfect theme of why we should want small government and be very weary of giving our government more power because honestly Manitoba generally speaking when they do, when they do something episode, ladies oh, and when they do something um they usually get it wrong they, they like I'll just like I said here I'll jump right into it Oh, this actually is coming. Uh, I'll start off slow. Uh, it's kind. Of, it's just hilarious. So I had to include this from uh, CTV News. Critics say Manitoba's million-dollar ad campaigns are aimed at buying votes. I mean, if that's not the most obvious headline ever, pretty much everything the government does, they're buying your vote. Every time they spend money, they're just buying your vote. Every time they step in front of a camera, they're trying to buy your vote. So it's, I mean, it's hilarious. But I do know what they're talking about. They're talking, here, I'll I'll just get into it. The Manitoba government has budgeted more than $1 million to promote its recent budget and other initiatives such as affordable child care and inflation fighting checks that have been mailed to households. So they were, they're spending a million dollars to promote stuff that they've already done. Well, the PC government says the advertising is needed to help inform Manitobans of new programs and financial supports. Critics accuse the Tories of using public money to boost their chances in a provincial election slated for October 3rd. I mean, obviously, they're trying to buy your votes. Quote, it's completely undemocratic, and it's the sort of thing that needs to be recognized and reined in, Liberal leader Dougal Lamont said Monday. A document obtained by the Canadian press under the Freedom of Information Law shows the government has already spent 210000 promoting its budget, 135000 advertising the new $10 day child care, which apparently is a flop. I mean, it's not working out as planned. And 127,000 highlighting checks that are being mailed out this spring to help people deal with inflation. The spending is needed to ensure people know they are eligible for things such as inflation-fighting checks, Finance Minister Cliff Cullen said. Quote, we want to make sure that every Manitoba that is eligible for those relief checks are aware, is aware of it, and if for some reason they don't get it, they understand the mechanism to claim it, Cullen said. Another document provided by Colin Office shows 500000 has been budgeted for a child care ad campaign alone, with additional money set aside for other initiatives. 
Some of that advertising is aimed at attracting more workers to the field, he said. About 150000 has been budgeted for a, quote, helping our schools ad campaign that promotes a sizable increase in the funding this year for kindergarten to grade 12 classrooms. Cullen said the ad, uh, the ad campaign is aimed in part at fighting accusations by critics. Quote, the narrative is out there uh, that we have been cutting funding to education, he said. Oh, so he's trying to negate that claim. I get it. Documents from Cullen's office show total government spending on advertising has been rising in recent years, but is below the amount spent by former NDP government in its last year in power before 2016 election. Keep that in mind, Manitoba. NDP finance critic Adrian Salas said there are legitimate reasons for the governments to advise programs and services, but the Tory ads are geared to self-promotion as they trail in opinion polls. The, quote, the PCs are doing a huge advertising push here in a wide variety of areas with all with taxpayer dollars, and these are dollars that should be used to support frontline health care or to support improvements in our education system, Salas said. So, I mean... I just had to include this because, (laughs) like, this is our tax dollars, Manitoba, being sent to, uh, being uh, spent to buy your votes. But let's just get into why the government should just stay out of it. And for the life of me, I just cannot figure out why an adult just wants to has the nerve or the audacity to think that they can tell another adult what they can or cannot do with their body. It it just fucking blows me away. From CTV News again, very hard for youth to resist advocate calls on Manitoba to follow other provinces in banning flavored vape products. Real fast Manitoba, when has banning a product ever worked? It doesn't. And to prevent youth from smoking flavored vape, you're going to prevent law-abiding, tax-paying adults from making that choice. Can we stop making fucking laws for adults geared towards kids? Because guess what? Just like me, I'm going to continue to buy flavored vape. I'll do it on the quote-unquote black market. Or, I mean, like, I'll just get it online. And guess what? The kids are going to do the same, obviously. Like, do you think this is actually going to make people quit? It's Or worse, it's going to make people go back to smoking. And it's so funny that while they're trying to harness and limit vape, the government still sells cigarettes and makes a killing. It's just so hypocritical it's fucking hilarious uh, now manitoba hasn't yet but other banned flavored vape uh products but other provinces have so this is a warning this does not work i'll get into more arguments to or more articles to show that but as quebec considers banning the sale of flavored vaping products to prevent youth from picking up the habit Spoiler alert, it won't. The Manitoba Lung Association says our province should follow the example. No, they shouldn't. The Manitoba Lung Association should shut the fuck up and let adults make adult decisions. It's already illegal for kids to buy it. 
So when, when they do buy it, they're obviously getting it illegal. So now if you make it illegal for adults to buy it as well, that's not going to stop the kids who are already illegally buying it and using it from doing it. This is our government who are trying to buy your votes. Keep that in mind. Uh, so Quebec's provincial government is looking to table a regulation prohibiting the sale of flavored vaping products other than tobacco flavor in the coming weeks. The legislation will also restrict vaping products made into shapes which could appeal to minors. Give me a break. Quote, it's quite heartening to hear that the Quebec government is taking action, said Neil Johnson, president and CEO of Manitoba Lung Association. He said her province has very few regulations on vape flavoring and the requirement to verify a buyer's age doesn't stop youth from getting products from a friend or family member. Hey, buddy, making it illegal for adults also won't stop youth from getting it. Quote, the cer certainly the regulations are important, but they are not having as wide as an effect. And we feel that the flavors, the very attractive fruit flavors, candy flavors, it's very hard for youth to resist that temptation, said Johnson. How come he's not trying to ban flavored, flavored vodka or flavored whiskey? Um, Stats Canada data sh from 2021 shows 13% of Canadian youth aged 15 to 19 had vaped in the last month. Johnson said vaping does lead to smoking. We do know that youth that vape are more prone to take up smoking down the road, he said. Johnson said vaping products were originally created to help people quit smoking and shouldn't need flavoring for that reason. Quote, it was originally not flavored. It was just bland, just nicotine. The flavors became available after, Johnson said. Quote, and at that point in time, there were no regulations on the manufacturing or import of vape products. The government and regulatory, regulatory agencies are now playing catch-up, end quote. A provincial spokesperson tells CTV News that vaping product regulations fall under federal jurisdiction. Johnson thinks the Manitoba government should be doing more. I think that because it's within the realm of the provincial authorities as well, that they should take appropriate steps in the absence of federal regulation, end quote. Nova Scotia, Prince Edward Island, New Brunswick, and Northwest Territories have already banned all e-cigarette flavors aside from tobacco. And guess what, Manitoba? I work with a bunch of people from uh, Nova Scotia, and a couple guys from here and other provinces just buy a shit ton of flavored vapes, and they sell it to the guys. Like I said, Manitoba, this is not going to stop anyone from getting flavored vape. It is just going to create a black market, obviously. Like, I cannot believe in 2023 we're still talking about banning products. Don't believe me? Go talk to this First Nations Reserve. From Winnipeg Sun, booze ban on Manitoba First Nation. Not the solution, community leaders say. Shocker. You mean banning grown adults from making adult decisions doesn't work? And it's not going to stop the, whether it be addiction or just the want. A temporary ban on alcohol was recently imposed in one northern Manitoba First Nation to see if banning booze could solve some of the many issues plaguing that community. But community leaders now say a booze ban is not the solution because it only makes people more desperate to go down Dane and Sorry, it makes people more desperate and go to dangerous lengths to get intoxicated, obviously. According to Nishawashiak, I apologize, Cree Nation, NCN, Chief Angela 
Levasseur, the remote community located 850 kilometers north of Winnipeg and about 65 km west of Thompson, imposed a t- total ban on alcohol between March 24 and April 11. NCN residents are typically allowed to bring small amounts of alcohol per person into the community, but during the ban, officials at check stops checked all vehicles and confiscated any booze they found before it made its way into NCN. Lavisier now says there were both positive and negatives that came out of the ban and admitted there were a lot of good that came out of it while it was in place. Quote, the RCMP reported that there was a reduction in calls, she said, as well, we saw less people going to the nursing station and a reduction in calls of violence. Again, I don't want to ban a product because other people are going to misuse the product. You know what I mean? Charge those people. Don't don't make a ban for everyone. Quote, alcohol has been an ongoing issue here and strongly correlates with violent incidents. So seeing those numbers go down was a positive thing, end quote. How about when someone commits a violent crime, you actually throw them in jail and keep them fucking in jail instead of just charging them and releasing them. And then four months later, especially in these northern communities, four or five months later, then they stand in front of a judge and the judge just gives them what? probation time served like how about you start holding the people committing crimes accountable and then stop imposing new laws on law-abiding canadians like the gun laws like alcohol laws vaping laws it's so fucking frustrating that in order to solve an issue created by some you want to Impose a law on everyone. Quote, if you get rid of the supply, you still have the demand, she said. We saw people using more harmful substances and chemicals that really are life-threatening. So we really had to consider those negatives. End quote. There it is. If you get rid of the supply, you still have the demand. That doesn't change. She added that if the total alcohol ban were made permanent in NCN... Leaders believe people would go to dangerous lengths to get alcohol into the community, both for their own consumption and to sell it for to those looking to get their hands on it. And that is just the biggest no-brainer in the world. So, Manitoba, banning things does not work. Okay? Like this lady said, the, 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 the drive is still there. The demand will still be there. And this is a little bit of a sad story. My heart goes out to the, especially the father of this one young man. But this is maybe when a time when the government should be getting involved. Like I said, I'm a libertarian. I don't think cigarettes should be legal. Vaping should be like, I think cigarettes should be legal. Vaping should be legal. Drinking over the age of 18 should be legal. Drugs should be legal. I, as an adult male, have no part of me that wants to tell another adult male that they can't put a drug inside of them. And if they do, we're going to throw them in a cage for years. If they don't hurt anyone else, that's what I'm saying. I'm against violent crime or crime that affects other people directly. Put them in jail. But if someone wants to ingest a drug and do that to themselves 
Just like they could eat 15 fucking hamburgers in a row. They're allowed to do that. They could drink a 66, just down a vodka, a bottle of vodka straight, and no one will say nothing. But this is what happens when drugs remain on the black market. And this is what would happen if vape juice got put on the black market and cigarettes. It's a no-brainer. Like History is just going to repeat itself over and over. But in case you guys aren't aware, there was like six or seven overdoses in the paw, all related to a tainted drug source. Now, I'm going to stress to you, these young adults did not want to do those drugs, the the tainted part. They did not want to die. They did not want to overdose. All of that could have been prevented if drugs were legal. And there should, I don't see anything wrong. I, I'm pretty sure that they took ecstasy. Now, I have no skin in the game. I've never taken ecstasy. But I don't think that it should be illegal. I don't think I have any sort of say to prevent someone else from taking that if they want to. Just like I can drink a beer and no one should be able to say anything. If they don't hurt anyone else, it should be legal. And because it's illegal, they go to the black market. And because they go to the black market, unfortunately, we're going to see deaths. RCMP are warning people of the paw about a tainted illicit drug circulating in the area after responding to six overdoses at the same location Saturday night. Mounties got the first call around 8.45 p.m. responding to an establishment on Fisher Avenue in the paw. Four men uh, there were found to be unresponsive. Investigators say the men had ingested drugs, possibly ecstasy, believed to be laced with an opioid. I I see, again, I find nothing wrong with them. If they're being responsible and safe and not hurting anyone, doing ecstasy amongst themselves. They did not want to do the opioid, fentanyl, or whatever it is. Emergency responders treated the four men with... Naloxone, a medication used to counteract the effects of opioids. Three were revived and taken to hospital where their treatment continued. They have since been released. The fourth, Harlan Fior, has traveled up to the PAW from Winnipeg to visit friends and family. His father, Joseph Fior, told CTV News he received a call from his daughter last night telling him what happened. Quote, my son went out with his friends and they visited an establishment. They were found on the floor, all four of them. And Fior from outside Brandon Regional Health Center on Sunday, said Fior, sorry. Fior said uh, the three other men who who were with his son were treated with naloxone at the scene because they still had a heartbeat. Quote, my son, however, did not have a heartbeat, he said. So they worked on him in the paw for about 45 minutes plus to get his heart going again. He said that the last 12 hours have been draining. You want to get angry. You want to do all these things when you hear about something like this, said Fjord. But first and foremost, it's, is he okay? And right now he's not. So I believe they're making, the family's making the decision to take him off life support because his was his brain was without activity for an extended period of time. I believe he's brain dead. So the family's making the tough decision to take him off life support, I'm pretty sure, and they're going to donate his body parts. So Manitoba, that is a super sad story. But like I said, if this if there if this was legal, if ecstasy was a legal p- 
product, just like marijuana, government regulated, this would not happen. And I just don't see anything wrong with these young men did. There's nothing wrong. Just because you've never done ecstasy and I've never done it doesn't mean it should be illegal. Okay, we got to get over this this war on drugs mentality because look in your medicine cabinet before you judge people because chances are you're taking shit way worse than what they are. The only difference is they're getting it from a black market and it's going to be tainted. So I read somewhere that, um, yeah, the substance was tested and an opioid, possibly fentanyl, was present. So these this young group of uh, gentlemen took uh, wanted to take ecstasy and have a good night out and instead ingested fentanyl. That's a sad story. So banning products doesn't work. Okay, it's just going to create a black market. Making products illegal doesn't stop the demand. Let's legalize it. Let's make it safe. And to top it off, Manitoba. I mean, this is the theme of the show, right? How our Manitoba government fails us. And how government in in general just fails its citizens as a whole. But if before you uh, want, I mean, before you give too many opinions on this article, oh, it's not going to load, nearly 9,000 public sector workers on strike in Manitoba, before you just want to, like, and I know nothing about this strike, and believe me, Manitoba, I bet you a lot of these people do deserve raises, probably guards, um, firefighters, paramedics definitely do, we should pay our paramedics more. Doctors, nurses, probably. Um, Conservation officers. I know a lot of people do deserve wage increases. You notice how I didn't say the Winnipeg Police because we spend so much of our budget to the Winnipeg Police Service. Um, But again, a lot of people do deserve a raise. But of these 9,000 people, how many really need to be there? How many jobs can we cut out of the public sector? I'm pretty sure I bet you if you look into it, a lot. So we should probably give certain sectors a raise and cut a shit ton of public jobs. Go find a job in the private sector. That's not taking taxpayer money for jobs that probably just don't need to be there. And, and real fast, Manitoba, but one of the things they're fighting for is the ability to work from home. Now, if it saves the taxpayer a shitload of money, I can maybe get on board with that. But for the fact that that is an argument that they're arguing, our government employees are arguing to work from home is mind-blowing to me. To get up and get the fuck to work and do your job, you probably shouldn't even need to be there, but... It's so frustrating. So before you just want to give the government and these public service sector, public sector workers everything, this is what the government does. Advocates speak out over newborn apprehensions in Manitoba. They're in the business of kidnapping kids, apparently. Like, how can you fuck up and take the wrong kid? (laughs) Fucking unreal. 
Manitoba's practice of apprehending newborn babies is being criticized after a family recorded a CFS worker taking a young Indigenous mother's baby, even though advocates say she did everything right. Manitoba NDP, NDP family critic Nahani Fontaine said earlier this week a young Indigenous woman is in Winnipeg was preparing to return home from the hospital with her newborn baby. Quote, while waiting for discharge papers and a taxi to go home with baby, Winnipeg Child and Family Services unexpectedly showed up with hospital security to apprehend the baby, Fontaine said during an exchange in the legislative house. The family were threatened with police if the family did not give up the baby to CFS. Under duress, the family had no choice but to do so. The baby's aunt posted a video of the apprehension on social media earlier this week. The video has since been shared on various social media platforms thousands of times. It prompted outcry online and in Manitoba Ledge, as well as protests outside the Winnipeg Child and Family Service offices. Fontaine demanded answers from the province saying the mother, who is also under CFS care, had a kinship plan and in place in which she and her baby would live with her adult sister, the baby's aunt. Fontaine said the mother had met all standards and criteria to ensure her baby would come home. No, quote, no matter what Indigenous families do, the level of criticism or concern that's leveled against families in many respects is unwarranted, she said. Here's a family that did everything they were supposed to do, and it still wasn't enough. See, I don't agree, Manitoba, with all the racist claims. I don't think there was anything racist. I think it was incompetence, because I think the majority of the time the government gets involved, they're incompetent. Okay, they're all just for them. Remember Article 1, they're just buying your vote. Every single thing they do. And they're just... Getting, they're sticking their nose in places they don't belong. It, are there times when CFS should be involved? Obviously, of course there is. But that should be the very fucking last resort. Having the government come and take a kid away, very last resort. I mean, I don't know. That just wouldn't happen. They would need cops. Let's put it that way. I ain't let no government institution take my kid away. Put it that way. So, like I said, Manitoba, this is the government. They just want to buy your votes. They want to ban things when they shouldn't. They want to stay far and clear when they should get involved. And this is the result of when you give Manitoba government power. So Manitoba, I'm just going to keep this episode super short. I was going to read this article, but we I mean, it's been going on for a week. We all know they're striking. And I don't know too much about it, so I don't want to say yay or nay. But I just know that a shitload of these jobs probably can be just gotten rid of. So either way, Manitoba, I'm just going to cut it short there. This is, So keep this in mind. You know what I mean? When we get closer to October, when they start spouting all this, the same bullshit that they've been spouting for the last two years without any action. Keep that in mind. So like I do a lot of the times, Manitoba, I'm going to end the show off with a plea to at least go check out the Keystone Party in Manitoba. It is the newest party in Manitoba. I very excited about them. Um, it does seem like they are a legit grassroots movement. 
um, party. And like I'm I'm just I'm so over the uh three headed monster as in um liberals, PCs and um NDP. I'm just gonna pull up their website real fast for you guys. Boom. So Manitoba when uh yeah the hate's are gonna come. The hate, the hate between all the parties, the the mudslinging, and the lies and the promises—it's all coming. Uh, elections in October, so when that happens, Manitoba, keep Keystone in mind. Okay, well, this is their website. Either way, Manitoba, go check it out. Go go read their ten, ten principles. I love them all. Either way, Manitoba. Thanks again for tuning into another episode. I am going to try and do this Tuesday and Thursdays again like before, but uh, work schedule permitting. Either way, Manitoba, love you guys so much. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye.